Hello, friend. Thank you for listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Today on the broadcast, we have a special emphasis. We're going to be talking about the gospel. We're going to talk about how you can know for sure where you're going to spend eternity, but we're going to use as a vehicle a gospel tract, one that, to my chagrin, to my shame, I haven't mentioned too often on this broadcast, and I feel bad about that because this might be one of the best gospel tracts we have. It's called A Tribute to Mothers. A Tribute to Mother. You know, Dr. Paul Levine, he had a mother. Her name was Hulda Levine. I believe it's spelled H-U-L-D-A. Hulda Levine. And by all accounts and by what Dr. Paul has to say about her, she was a phenomenal woman. I have a mother. Her name is Ruth McCurry. Ruth McCurry is also a phenomenal mother, and I'm blessed by the fact that she's still with us, and thankfully she will be for a good long while, Lord willing. I'm so glad for the fact that I have a mother, and I'm glad for the fact that you have a mother. You might say, you know what, I haven't always had the best relationship with my mother. Would you join in? Because I think there might be some things we cover today that will be a blessing to you. If you are listening right now, and you are a mother, can I say thank you? Can I give you a, an ovation? Can I give you a round of applause? Can I say, without you, in all seriousness, we wouldn't be here, would we? I'm very thankful for the mothers of the world, and I'm glad to share with you this gospel track. Let's jump right in. A tribute to mother. Proverbs 31.28 Her children arise up and call her blessed. Dr. Paul says this, my mother went home to heaven at age 91. To this day, it is impossible for me to adequately describe her godly life and all that her memory means to me. She gave me to God before I was born, and as soon as I was able to understand the plan of salvation, she led me toward the Savior. Mother never graduated from high school, but she taught me many things I could have never learned in our institutions of higher learning. She never sang in the choir, but at home, where it really counted, her life was a constant song. She was sweet, cheerful, and supremely happy in the Lord. Words of wisdom. My mother told me, Paul, when you grow up and get married, be good to your wife. Tell her often that you love her. She said, Paul, don't ever borrow money unless you have to. If you want something you can get along without it, don't buy it on credit. Wait until you can pay for it. Then buy it. Well, that's sage advice today, isn't it? She taught me that promises that could not be kept should not be made. In other words, she believed it was better to act without promising than to promise without acting. However, she made an allowance for unforeseen difficulties in this way. Always try to pay your debts before they are due. But if you find that you owe someone on a certain date and you can't pay it, walk right up to that person and pay something, even if it's only a dollar or two. Tell him you're sorry you can't pay it all, and pay it as soon as you can. Miss Holdit Levine sounded like a good woman, didn't she? She gave words of encouragement. As a little boy, I used to come home from church and practice preaching. Pastor Fred Nelson used to have a lot of steam in the pulpit, and I secretly wanted to preach just like he did. I'd rig up a pulpit of some chairs or a box, and I'd holler and yell and wave my arms. My mother, though, she never ridiculed this preaching, quote-unquote. Rather, 
She always encouraged me, and in this way brought me up to be a preacher. When I left home at the age of 14, Mother made it as easy for me to leave as possible. She didn't allow me to see her weep. She just patted me on the back and said, God bless you, son. Remember, you belong to him, and whatever he wants you to do, do it. Never once did she put any, any hindrance in my way as I sought to do God's will to the best of my understanding. I never saw her much after that, only when I'd come home for brief visits. She heard me preach my first sermon, though, when I was 15. Just to see her in the audience was a tremendous incentive to serve God to the best of my ability. So many words spoken in prayer. I could always count on my mother's prayers. When I was small, she would take me by the hand and say, Let's pray. Then she'd start, and I mean she would pray. Many times I watched the tears stream down her face as she'd intercede for the salvation of her children. God's word was precious to her. She loved the Bible. When we presented her with a new one, she gave me her old one with its broken binding, loose covers, and well-marked passages. John Peterson said, In a poem, all the pages are so fingered, many verses underlined, places worn where mother lingered, where she left a tear behind. No, she wasn't perfect. No human being is, but I never heard her swear. She didn't read dirty books and magazines. Instead, I heard her pray. I saw her feed on the scriptures. She took me to Sunday school in church, and she made me sit still. When I got a little fidgety, she'd pinch me just above the knee and twist it at what I thought was a 90-degree angle. That settled me down. Mother also took me to church on Sunday nights and to the midweek prayer services. And when there were special meetings at the church, we went every night, school or no school, homework or no homework. God and the church were first. What about answered prayer? Once, when I was about eight years old, someone gave me a dime. I felt like a millionaire. On the way home, I dropped my dime and it rolled into the grass. I started to hunt for it frantically, but mother said, let's go home and pray about it. Then, come down in the morning, and God will help you find your dime. So, we went home, and both prayed that I'd find it in the morning. Wasn't it nice of her to take such an interest in a little old dime? But that was mother. She taught me to pray about everything. Well, the next morning, I could hardly wait to go down to the corner and search for my dime. And believe it or not, I found two dimes. While mother didn't leave us a lot of worldly goods... She left behind something that all the bulging bank accounts of all the world's multimillionaires couldn't buy. Faith in God as taught by a sweet, godly, Christian mother. How about you? What have you taught your children, mother? Will they be able to say this to you? When I arrive in that heavenly city, where never comes sorrow or care, I'll say to my dear and precious mother, it was you who invited me here. To Christ alone be the glory. He my sins in his body did bear. Yet to heaven I might not have come had you not invited me here. A grief-stricken mother once said to me, Please pray for my daughters. When they were small, they wanted to be saved. And they wanted me to be saved too, but I was not 
interested. Now I'm a Christian, but my daughters are not. They're not saved, and now they're not interested. Mother, the salvation of your children is the most important thing of all. Other things are fine in their places, but seek first to be a good Christian mother and bring up your children to know God. A hundred years from now, it won't make much difference what kind of food you prepared for them or what kind of clothes you wore. It won't really matter what university they graduated from. But through a long, endless eternity, it will matter greatly what kind of mother you were. If you have never trusted Christ as your personal Savior, would you come to him as my mother did, Dr. Paul says? He loves you. He died for you. He is now seated at the right hand of God. He wants to save you, so receive him now. He will cleanse you from your sins and make you a child of God. John 1.12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. God loves you. He loves your children. He wants them to be saved while they are young. He wants them to become strong, mature, dedicated Christians, and, yes, good law-abiding citizens. He just may call them into full-time Christian work. The only way that you can be the mother you should be is to receive the Lord Jesus and trust him to forgive your sins and give you eternal life. Then, go all out, go all out to be a godly example to your children. Read the Bible and pray daily. Join a good, Bible-centered, Christ-exalting church that believes in separation from sin and unbelief. Friend, will you make that decision today? I believe it sounds like there's two decisions that Dr. Paul is asking us to make. Honestly, this decision could be made by all parents, fathers and mothers. This decision could be made by all of us. The question is, are you going to endeavor to raise your children the way God would have them to be raised? That's decision number one. But before that decision can be made, we've got to answer this question. God forbid something were to happen to you. Dr. Paul, oh, he passed away in 1996. It's amazing that we still have these little snippets, these little glimpses into the mind of Dr. Paul. But he, right now, he's in heaven. He made the second decision. He accepted Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. My question for you today, though, is this. Have you? Friend, I'd love to hear from you. If there's something we talked about today that gives you pause that makes you wonder, that makes you a little bit trepidatious, would you contact me? I'd love to hear from you. You can actually text me right now. If you're still sticking around, maybe you listened to the Monday broadcast when we talked about Coupon Faith. Maybe you listened to the Tuesday broadcast, Comfort in Time of Loss. Maybe you listened today to A Tribute to Mother. Maybe you're going to listen tomorrow when we talk about Heaven and Hell. But maybe, just maybe, you won't be around tomorrow. Maybe, just maybe, you won't be around tomorrow. It could be that, as the Bible says, life is but a vapor. It appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. It could be that you step off into eternity before we meet back again together for this radio broadcast. Friend, I don't want that to be the case, but it could be. And so I ask this question. God forbid something were to happen to you. Do you know for sure where you'd go? Because if you don't, 
I'd like to hear from you today. The announcer will come on in just a moment to tell you all the ways you can contact us, but let me tell you one thing more. You can text me right now. I'd love to hear from you. You can text me at this phone number, 309-316-7240. That number one more time is this, 309-316-7240. If you have questions about your eternal destiny, if you have questions about something we covered in this gospel tract, contact us today. I want to thank you so much for listening. I'm going to ask you to join us tomorrow. We're going to talk about a gospel track called Heaven and Hell. What about eternal life? Have a great day for His glory. And God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.